Welcome back to another episode of the VoiceOver Gurus Podcast. Real talk about the voiceover industry with your hosts, Linda Bruno and JJ Wilson. Hello again, and welcome back to the VoiceOver Gurus Podcast. Hello there, JJ. Hello there, Linda. How are you? How are you? I'm good, and and I'm excited today. We have a special guest. I'm excited too, but I need to apologize in advance because I have a bad cold, and my cold meds are just wearing off right now. Of course, this is something I would never admit in a voiceover session because you never tell a client that you're sick, but considering this is not a voiceover (laughs) session, I can be honest with everybody, right? Okay. If I say something a little weird, you know why. Um, Mambo dog face (laughs) in the banana patch? Yes, Linda. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um, I have been a member, mem- see, member. I have been a member of <laughs> the World Voices Organization for several years. So it's really I'll, exciting. I'll bet that's called Wovo. It's called Wovo. It's very exciting yeah. today mm-hmm. uh, to have, yes, the man himself, the new, you're the new president, right, Dan? Dan Leonard. Thank you. Yeah. Great. Hi, Dan. <laughs> AJ, good to hear from you. And uh, look- Likewise, I love your mustache. Oh, thank you. It would take me six years to grow that much hair on my face. Fifty. So. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so you're the the uh, recently appointed president, yes? Yes, indeed. Yeah. No, the board of directors. We we have. Uh, I think it's like an initial one year term and a uh, and then a two year term, uh, selected by the board of directors, and. Um, you know, I've been a vice president really since since the inception of the organization in 2012. Oh, uh, you know, oh. So we we decided that one of the, of the four founding members that each one of us would serve as president at one time or another, and uh, you know, it was me, Dave Corvassier, um, Chris Metzalesta, and Dustin Ebaugh. And Dustin, we're all like, "You want to be president? No, I don't want to be president. You want to be president?" <laughs> <laughs> First president really set some precedent. Oh, <laughs> wait! I have to write that down, Dan. <laughs> and uh, you know, we've had uh, let's see, Dustin, Dave, then uh, Peter Bishop, and then Karen Vasilopoulos, and now me. Uh, so fantastic! My turn, and I. I felt it was just time to step up and, and, and fill the void and really bring the organization where I, the vision that I had for it initially when we first founded it. So, yeah, you're going to need to fill everybody in on why it was founded and your mission statement. Well, we were founded, um, it, it really started in 2007 uh, at the first voice conference. This was like the first time uh, that voice actors got together since the, really the advent of online uh, voiceover uh, recording, uh, you know, like at, you know, 20, you know, t- 2002, 2003. I mean, it started, you know, with the advent of the internet, uh, but it really started at that particular conference because they threw us in a room and they couldn't get us out of the room. So, uh, <laughs> kept talking and talking and it's like, Hey, I know you, I read mm-hmm. your blog or whatever, you know, back in 2007, whatever it was we were doing to communicate on the internet. And, um, one of the things we discussed was creating at least, uh, an industry association or some organization of some sort that would really represent the interests of freelance voice artists. 
Uh, and that that idea sort of roamed around for a while. A couple of you know for-profit entities tried to start a couple of things, and mm-hmm. by 2012, uh, it was apparent to some of us that it was these entities were not serving the the needs of voice actors, but the people gotcha. who were organizations. So. Yeah. Uh, the four of us sat in Dustin's car in a parking lot in Ventura, California, during FAFCON uh, that particular year and said, how are we going to set something like this up? And what would be the mission for it? And really, why do we want to have this? And we came up with a pretty good, pretty good idea. Uh, and uh, we're like, well, when are we going to launch it? And then, you know, I was I was doing we were doing what it what is now voiceover body shop. Uh, then it was East West audio body shop. Cause I was, I yeah, was, that's your podcast video cast, right? See that right there. Yeah. 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 I'm sure a lot of our listeners have uh, know who you guys are because <laughs> you've been around forever. Yeah. And I announced that we're going to do this and the other three are like, well, I guess we're going to have to do it now. And, <laughs> uh, so we, we launched it and immediately got lots of people on board. Uh, we created you know, bylaws, we incorporated, we did everything that was really necessary to create uh, a not-for-profit organization. Not-for-profit, yep. Mm-hmm. And years later, we're still here. Wow. Uh, so um, that, was, that was the beginning of it. The mission statement really, it's sort of evolved over the years. Um, I mean, my initial vision, and, and we've sort of hopefully stuck to that, is to represent voiceover as a profession to the people who hire us. Uh, that's really the purpose of an industry association is to really show the, the voiceover industry, the people who hire voices that we're not a dime a dozen, that we're hardworking individuals. We have invested heavily in our training, in yep. our, uh, all those. And I think, yeah. I think I love you, Dan. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, there's so many people who don't, treat us well that is correct yeah and uh, so that involves a lot more than just saying this is what we're going to do uh right you know it involves public relations it involves talking to uh these other entities it involves talking with other industry associations and advertising and some of these other areas that we've we've been trying to make some some headway and some traction into and um that was that was my primary idea of what our mission should be. The other part of it is really about community. Uh, mm. And you know, there's, there's power in numbers, but there's also power in knowledge and collective knowledge. Because if you have a lot of professionals who've been doing it for a while, they have the inherent ability to say, this is what works for me you know, how does this apply to, you know, your style, the type of work you do? And it really does make a, uh, it it really does help people move on in their careers, but also there's also, you know, it's networking, you know, as we know in voiceover, it's not so much what, you know, unless, you know, of course you have to be good at what you do. Yeah, of course that's a given, you know, and the connections you can make, uh, to help, help you find work. And uh, so that was important to us as well. And one of the other things that we wanted to do, this was actually one of the things that sort of started it and it's, it's gone in a couple of different directions. Uh, I've been, you know, up until now I've been vice president and chair of the technical standards committee. And one of the things that was not happening in the 
voiceover world was a set of technical audio standards. Uh, there were the audio standards that many studios were using, but they were completely obsolete because, you know, as of about 2000, 2001, 2002, it wasn't on, certainly wasn't on tape anymore or on DAT or, or mm-hmm. now certainly not on CD. Uh, everything is digital and digital recording required some different standards for what is the proper audio quality that a home voiceover studio should have because the prime, you know, most, all, most of our members are people who have their own home studios. Mm-hmm. And uh, my committee of George Whittem, Uncle Roy uh, Yokelson, Cliff Zellman, uh, Joe Van Ripper, uh, and, and a couple of other guys, we got together and in about 45 minutes, we, we nailed down exactly right. what was that we thought were the standards we should have. Mm-hmm. And- things, things like what, Dan? You th- things like, because uh, Linda and I have gone back and forth on this and other people I know have gone back and forth. What level is good for a studio? I've always heard it's like between minus five and minus three. Here, here's what we've determined. And, and remember, this is one of the things I do professionally is right. I people how to, how to do home studios. And I've been working, you know, in recording and voiceover literally since the Nixon administration. Uh, so <laughs> well, me too. A while. <laughs> you know, and I still don't hit record all the time. <laughs> well, that, that's true. <laughs> yes. When it comes to say, well, there are, there are three basics that we always try to emphasize to people. Number one, the most important thing is the acoustics of the room that you work in. Of course. Uh, yes. Keeping noise. And that's parts A and B keeping noise out and then preventing reflection within the, the room that you're in. Uh, but there's lots of variables to that. People are in different size rooms. People are in different size booths. Yes. People are, you know, in living near a train. Yeah, exactly. You know, I was and, talking and to the secret yesterday who's like in the flight path from, from, you know, the, uh, the Burbank airport and oh, God. the FAA has changed the rules so that they've got to superpower themselves up to get at a higher altitude just as they're crossing studio city. So oh, great. My, yeah. my wow. problem is that when I'm reading a script, I'm hearing me and not the train that's three miles away. You can just hear it very slightly in the, but I don't hear it while I'm doing it. Exactly. So when I get done and I play it back, I hear ning, 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 <laughs> Yeah, that's, oh that's, God. that's part of it. Keeping the that's noise part of out is, is yes. primary. Yes. Uh, and to not have, you know, we've, and we, my committee and I have gone back and forth on this because they're all engineers. You know, I'm a voice actor and, and an engineer. Um, they're like, well, you can use noise reduction. You can do that. I'd like, that's the stuff you do on your end. Right. Mm. What about those of us who are in our booth and, you know, who aren't really, you know, technically savvy, which is just about everybody. <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> now, now JJ, I can see, you know, we, we're on podcast, but I can see you're in your closet, but you know, and that, but I that's am. possibly the best place to be doing that. It uh, is because it's a small room and I don't have a lot to worry about with bounce on the inside. Well, there you go. And, and it's also inside of two rooms. Right. And clothes so, are by far yeah. the best, uh, you know, reflection preventers. Absolutely. Uh, so Absolutely. those two factors are important. Number two is proper microphone technique. Uh, people think, you know, we've got, I've gotten a lot of audio where people are talking into the top of their studio. Uh. Like, <laughs> you know, or, or my favorite is why does my audio sound so much? <laughs> you know, because it's backwards. Because you're not talking into the right side of the mic. Linda uh, and I were working together the other day and I just bought this warm 
And I haven't used a microphone with an on-off switch in years, and I could not get this thing to work. And finally, my wife came in. Linda was on the screen. She said, did you turn it on? And I went, oh, come on. Did you turn on the phantom power? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what it was, but exactly. I'm very technical. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So th that's important, you know, I yes. mean, and, and there are certain techniques, you know, that I teach, uh, and it's actually pretty simple. And if people would just adhere to that, they would sound good. They wouldn't need to use yeah. a pop screen. You know, right. I can go Peter Piper, pick the peck of pickle peppers all day long. And you're not going to hear me with, right. I've never used a pop screen in my life. It's excellent. Just yeah. Microphone. I find, I find that something like that tends to remind us that we are on a microphone and makes us talk louder. <laughs> That's oh, right. Yes. <laughs> there was a podcast I was listening to the other day where a man was teaching us how to do voiceovers. And he said, today's lesson is going to be talking loud. And I went, okay. <laughs> it was really interesting. Then he said, tomorrow's will be talking soft. And I went, wow, gosh, I never would have known that. <gasps> which takes us to point number three, which is good. I thought, that, thought I could segue for yeah, you there. You know, setting proper levels. And yes. I mean, different people have different ideas about this, uh, but with digital depends on the engineer, it, it certainly does. What yes. we want to do is we want to provide something very clean, as we like to say in Latin, right. tabula rosa to the, right. to no the moscas. Yes. So, so we can, you know, they can do manipulate it the way they want. So they can add compression. Mm -hmm. I want more, more ceiling underneath it. Exactly. I need more so, ceiling. Proper, proper modulation has always been to me, uh, trying to modulate clearly to minus nine and then peaking between minus six and minus four, but to keep it even simpler, yeah. if you look at a modern VU meter, which is, you know, an led meter or, you know, in your software, right. Always in the green, always in the yellow, and yes. occasional intermittent and unsustainable flash into the red. If you maintain that, no matter how loud or how soft you're talking, you know, and which means adjusting the gain for the type of read you're doing. Of course, that of course. Is, you know, that's going to be that's going to be proper, and no one's going to complain about it. Oh, that's a Hayes great visual Jewelers, reference. Yeah, Hayes it, Jewelers it is going to be different than the big blowout truck sale, right? And that's right. I, I have different settings I use mm -hmm. on my duet. And Absolutely. I just, I, I fix it that way, but so good. I was close. I've been close all these years. Right. Very good. <laughs> you know what I didn't, yeah. you know what I didn't know about for many, many, many years, Dan? What's that? That Pro Tools had a fast bounce feature. I used to sit here and listen to 45 minutes of stuff that I just listened to. <laughs> <laughs> and Zach Ziskin, do you remember, do you, do you know Connie Zimmet? Do you know the name? No, no, I don't. All right. It's her son. He was a, a genius. And we were talking one day about 10 years ago and he said, you know, there is a fast bounce feature. And I went, I've just wasted three and a half years of my life listening to myself. <laughs> you can listen so, to worse things, I suppose. But <laughs> that I, well, I guess, yeah, it depends. <laughs> uh, yeah. And the thing is, is, and that's the other thing I try to teach people is forget that it's a computer. Forget all this technical mumbo jumbo. Forget all this stuff that all these engineer guys are saying, this is what I do to make myself sound oh, I know. great. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a it's one track. It's, that's right. It's a cassette recorder. Right. Play, record, rewind, stop. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and if you can get past all the electronics that's in between, you know, just know that it works and hit record and do what you do, which is be a voice yes. actor. That's, yes. that's an important thing. So that was, that was one of the things that we wanted to establish. And we did establish that. Mm -hmm. uh, and I certainly think that because of the committee I had, I, you know, these are the top engineers in the business. 
when it comes to home voiceover studio audio. And those standards really, really do stand out. And one of the programs we have is studio approval, uh, where people will send in a sample and does it, yes. does it meet our standards? Ooh. Uh, a and, couple of agents I have do that. They make me do a session with them first. Yeah. And chances are, if they're agents, they don't know what they're talking. <laughs> no, no, they have no idea. That's a great no. idea, though. Then they give you, you know, a bad Dan. line reading. <laughs> yeah. exactly. But this way, people can test and see if they're on the right track with their studio. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. It's, yeah, it's only available to our professional members, and we have two tracks of membership. We have professional members. Uh, when you apply, uh, we look at a number of factors. One of them is, have you had you know, paid work, five at least five paid jobs in the last 13 months? Uh, that weren't not given to you by a relative, um, you, know, you know, being paid to do grandma's answering machine. Just, just <laughs> I was just going to say, hi, this is grandma Jody. We're not here right now. Uh, that that's important. And of course at, at market rates, you know, not at like, you know, uh, Fiverr rates or something like that. Yeah. Right. Uh, I did get six bucks the other day out of Fiverr. Well, that's good. He's yeah, joking. In about 12 years, I'll be up to 9, 10, 11 bucks. It's he has great. nothing to do with Fiverr. We're making no, that I clarification not, right now. Okay. I do not have anything to do with Fiverr. Yeah. I've, I've got my own opinions about that, but that's not like official <laughs> policy within our organization quite yet. Yes. Yes. Uh, but uh, uh, that and, you know, aside from, uh, you know, the, the technical standards that we had, uh, you, you know, you've got to be able to, you know, get those jobs. And you also have to have a web presence. You've got to have a mm -hmm. website. You've got to show us that you are a professionally working professional. Then there are people who are just starting out in the business. And I'm sure a lot of your listeners are those types of people. Like, yes. Voice over. Uh, one, go to law school instead. Two, um, <laughs> no, I mean, really, it's, it's a very, very tough business. It really is. Uh, Thank you for saying that. Yeah, it's, it's, there are so many highs and lows. Yeah, it is the thing that I try to emphasize. And I think some one of the things that we try to emphasize as an organization, this is not show business. This is an entrepreneurial business that you have to learn how to not only be a good voice actor, which is, you know, yeah, show business kind of stuff, but you also have to be somewhat of an engineer. You've got to at least have the basics down. Right. You have to be able to do bookkeeping and marketing and all those right. things that go with it. If you don't do those and you're relying on other people to find you work, you're not right. a professional, you know, I mean, it's, no. there's, there's, you know, the people who do a lot of the voice work here in LA, you know, they're either movie stars or something along those lines. They're the ones getting the Mercedes commercials like John right. Hamm or, right. or Chris Pine is doing, you know, for, for BMW and, and, and those sorts of things. Those are, those are celebrity endorsement type things. Yeah. That's not the work that we primarily get. Now we would kill for a tag now available at your Mercedes. <laughs> Amen to that. Yes. Yeah. Now those pay pretty well too, but that's <laughs> yes. the stuff that we're all fighting over and we're really not yes. fighting over it. We're just, you know, we're really not competition. And that's the other idea that we're not competition to each other. We oh, are snowflakes. There is, there is work out there for everybody and in, in certain voices. The key is being able to maintain a good supply of clientele that will always come back to the well. Yes. And that's what we try to teach. That's what we try to emphasize. And, you know, and that's what we're trying to get across to potential clients out there. So that's, that's essentially our mission. It's, you know, that's great. It, that's a good it, one. It's, it's making sure that people understand that we're professionals, that 
we are technically savvy, that we can do what they need to get done for their particular client, uh, and that we we should be paid properly for it. That we're not, you know, I, not to not to insult any paving contractors out there, but we're not paving contractors, and right. we want to. And it's not a matter of the lowest bid. There are some standard industry rates that we should probably adhere to, but they're they're variable. It's not like saying you need to charge this much. It's a matter of there. There are some acceptable rates that you know people should try to. Have yes. you guys created any type of um, rate card uh, situation, no, we, or you're depending on GVAA or? We we refer people to the GVAA uh, uh, website and their rate guide, which is really really good. Yeah, I find that to be very beneficial. Uh, yeah, and but, by the way, I yeah. I did an on hold message for a paving company the other day. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I've, I've always loved the organization because it is about transparency. Um, and about the realities of this business, which is what we are about. Um, and I also like the mentorship aspect because you offer, are the, is it, I know you have the professional level. Is it an associate level is the yeah. next? Right. Yeah. We have, yeah. If you, if you don't qualify to be a professional because you're trying to, you know, become in voiceover as we, we began to talk about and then sort of went off in another direction. <laughs> uh, that's probably we, my fault. <laughs> I wasn't placing blame anyway. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. It usually is. <laughs> uh, we have an associate uh, level and we have many, many associates and we have a mentorship program, which we are expanding. It's run by uh, one of our board members, uh, George Washington III, if you know George at all. Great guy, great voice, great opera singer. He keeps, you know, he keeps saying, why do you keep reminding people of that? Because you are a good <laughs> opera singer. But he also, he's also an educator. Uh, like me, uh, you know, I, I have a master's degree in education. He teaches and he is, we're, we're trying to work and expand the mentorship program so that the, the associate members who need help can get half an hour a month from one of the professionals that has volunteered, uh, to yes. be a mentor. Uh, so I've if, had a few reach out to me and yeah. I've, I've gotten on the phone with them. I've gone back and forth with emails. I've critiqued demos. Um, you know, that's what it's about. Exactly. And if you there's, don't, if you don't there's have also, to, go ahead, go ahead, JJ. There's also a, a slightly other role that we all play as professionals. And at least Linda does this for me is the part of a psychiatrist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's why, I you have know, sometimes I call her and I go, you know, I'm, I'm, I've had it today and she calms me down and it, the mentorship thing sounds like a wonderful place for people to go to, you know, say it's a great I'm, aspect of what I'm just, I'm dying here. And then of course the next day you always get a job <laughs> I and, <know. laughs> and then you feel fine yeah. and you feel I, fine. Yeah. I, I yeah. found that, you know, if you send out to the universe that I'd really would like some work and you yes. make the effort to try and find it, it may not be from the actual effort you made to get that work. Uh, but generally something shows up in your inbox the next day. Yep. The other key to- is, of course, how do you get voice work? And that's make plane reservations. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Say so you're leaving. Town. Exactly. Uh, how many times has our phone rung while we're sitting in a terminal getting ready to get out of plane? Like, no, I do. No. I do. I do channel seven in Miami. I do some of their liners and promos. And I actually had to call him after 15 years. And I said, you've got to take the camera out of my car. <laughs> <laughs> because every time I get in it and go to the dentist, I sit down, they give me the shot right. and I get a session. I said, 
Did you wait till they gave me the shot on purpose, or did you just? It's amazing how it's that so works. True. It's, it's the energy. It's, just, it's the energy. One of the laws of the universe, but you can't it's legislate that. You can't create rules around it. It's just weird. right. So, so expanding I, the mentorship program sounds fantastic. What else, are you guys? You guys were meeting pre-COVID. You guys were getting together. Uh, yeah, we were. We, you know, uh, we have our, our, we've been doing annual conferences. We call them WovoCons. Uh, oh. And uh, we. It was we, in Vegas last time, right? It's been in Vegas all along. It's been. Oh. We should do Nashville. It's lovely here. Yeah. Our corporate, our corporate headquarters is in, is in Nevada or Nevada. Nevada. Uh, Nevada. According to Dave Gravassier, who's okay. back in, back in Las Vegas as a, a morning anchor there. Um, and. Um, that's where our corporate headquarters is. That's where we generally tried to hold the conventions, but we've been the best ones we had were at smaller hotels. Uh, the first one we did was at a hotel in Henderson and it was small, intimate lounge. Like the food was good, but it really didn't matter because we were all just glad to be together. Right. And, and, and really the, the format is not so much bringing in, you know, big speakers, it's bringing in our own members and having them talk with each other and try and have more topical discussions. You know, you might have a different topic in a different room, yeah. but everybody gets to contribute, which is a much more productive way of, of having a conference. That's great. And really. And most of the, and most of the, the conversation at conferences that really helps is the ones you have out in the lobby. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we used to, we used to have this thing called FAFCON. I don't know if any of you ever got to a FAFCON. Uh, no. It was voiceover retreat for a weekend for professionals. You had to be a professional to, to attend. Uh, Amy Snively put those together for about five or six years. We were first meeting twice a year, which drove all our spouses crazy. But we also had a great time. It was also it was very useful, very productive. We, we created uh, meetup groups, accountability groups that mm. were still meeting today, 10 years later. Wow. So that's, you know, that, that was an important aspect of it. And that's part of the community thing that, you know, we can discuss as well, but we, we had the conferences, uh, the last national conferences we had were at the Tropicana in, uh, in Vegas, which is a nice facility, but it's really big. It's smoky. People didn't want to bring their families. Oh, uh, right. You know, and it was expensive. Uh, so as COVID hit and we couldn't do it anymore, we started to reconsider where do we really want to do this? Uh, we'll leave I, the light on for you. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> yeah. I think we're, our, our next major conference will probably be in Orlando. Uh, we're hoping huh. either later this year or early in 2023. We're currently investigating what's going to be available there and, right. you know, and keep it small at, you know, at a, at nice. a, a sweets hotel or something like that. Right. Because, you know, we'll, we usually have 100, 125, 130 people. You don't mm. need a humongous place to do it. Yeah. Uh, and it's better when it's small and intimate and lounge-like. Mm. The other thing we've been doing is what we call mini cons, regional mini cons. We did one in Nashville. We did one in Toronto. We did one. Uh, where was the other one? Um, trying to remember, but we we've had like three. Oh, in the Bay Area, uh, up in uh, between San Francisco and San Jose, uh, Bellingham or uh, mm. whatever whatever is whatever that town is between San Francisco and San. Mm -hmm. Jose. Uh, and we had a great time at that one. It was really well organized. And, uh, you know, we had some prominent people show up to that. We had some industry people who came and spoke uh, and told us about, you know, what they need from us, which I thought was, was really good. Uh, those are good because you don't necessarily have to fly in for those. 
you we try to keep them regional so someone can drive there. Yeah, it makes it much easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not have to worry about plane reservations and you know and that sort of thing. You get yeah. you get there when you get there. You go home when you can. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Uh, not wait. You know, not get take the six thirty flight because that's the only time you can get back. So we're gonna we're gonna try and do that several times a year. Cool. Those require all these things require planning. Uh, and one of the things that I'm trying to do because we have the resources, uh, the financial resources to hire professionals to do this, we're gonna try and get perhaps better better professional planning. In, in place, but not necessarily for the mini cons. If somebody is really excited and wants to have one in their region uh, and they want to set it up, we certainly will give them all the support we can, uh, you know, and the resources they need to try and set that up so they can have a regional conference uh, in, in their area. One of the other things that I've always tried to emphasize uh, that we haven't quite gotten down to, but now that I'm president, it's something I'm going to concentrate on. And that's not even regional, but local meetup groups, uh, they're incredibly valuable. Uh, I was one, part of, uh, of a meetup group back in, when I was living in Buffalo, which I spent the majority of my life in. Uh, Peter O'Connell and I, uh, we were the first meetup group. We would meet for coffee because we were both in Buffalo. And we'd talk voiceover. And then it was like, why don't we create a local meetup group for people that are trying to get into voiceover or are now working in it? Mm-hmm. Meet, meet once a month at somebody's house, Let's go over scripts. Let's talk over the problems we have and do support, yeah. you know, and support each other that way. We started one. We Ours was called Heard Around Buffalo, uh, <laughs> and uh, which was actually the name of, of a uh, column I love of it. Buffalo News, but it, it. it worked for us. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so, and that group still exists today. And we wow. started that a long time ago. JJ, uh, you have your little meetup in Nashville. You get together oh, with Troy oh, and with uh, Kevin. Yes, <laughs> yes, Kevin Kilpatrick, and uh, now uh, Stephen Hughes shortly because he lives here as well. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, they say, "Where do you live?" He said, "Next door to you." And I went, yeah. "That's nice." And you <laughs> connect, Whoa. right? In yeah. this remote yeah. world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. an important thing. And I, what I would like to do is get people to create these groups and then affiliate with with Wobo, so people will come on board and really be part of the national association. Uh, an international association, which is another thing that we want to do and we've been doing, and that is we are world voices and we want to be able to get people from all over the world to be involved in this industry association. Thing is, is things are very different in different parts of the world. There are countries in South America where you actually have to have a certificate to show you're qualified to be a voice actor. Wow. Really? Be trained by the government. And, and of course, th- there's different pay scales in different parts of the world and, wow. uh, and, and different rules and, and different types of, of industries, which is fascinating to learn about. Uh, currently, our vice president is Ramesh Matani, if you know Ramesh at all. He's, he, he lives in the Canary Islands. Of all oh, how nice. Oh. Uh, he's, um, you know, he's, he's just a, a fabulous guy. He understands the European market better than anybody and the world market. Uh, and we've been, we've been doing these cafes. We do an international cafe a couple of times a month where we get people from all over the world who are members to get together and talk about what, you know, what they're, what they're about. That's you know, great. Most of them speak English, at least the ones that show up speaking. Mm-hmm. That's great. And, and that's, that's been a really, uh, that's been a really important thing. Two of our, our last two presidents were not Americans. Oh. Uh, Catherine Vasilopoulos is from Montreal. 
And Peter Bishop, while he lives in New York, he's an Englishman in New York. He's, I think he's on Long Island. That's where I am. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, and so he's, um, you know, he was, he was, so we have an international presence and we try to maintain that within our board to make sure that we have people who are from other parts of the world involved in the organization. And we're trying to expand that. We have members in the Philippines. We have members in Israel. We have in, you know, in, in various African countries, certainly a lot of people in South America. Uh, We've tried to get a, you know, a subgroup of, uh, you know, of Latin Americans. We called it Wovo Span. They've had some issues with trying to get consistent leadership with that. So I'm going to work to make sure that they get up and running again and, and, you know, they're represented, uh, which is really important because the Latin American market's the biggest market out there. And, you know, they want access to the American market. You know, we would like access to where they need English in, in South America and Central America and stuff like that. So there's plenty of work out there. Yes. But if we all work together access to those markets becomes a little, a little easier. So for beginners, absolute beginners, I mean, Wovo is a true benefit. A lot of benefit for them to join Wovo is besides the mentorship program, but it's a, an ability to be able to learn, um, you know, with ethics, how, how voice talent should be running their businesses. Um, and that's something that a lot of new folk don't know they don't understand so no, it's I, great that I you just, guys are creating I, like a framework yeah i just ethics did a, and, a whole podcast yeah. about ethics yeah. and what not to do in sessions yeah, well there's and the that, experiences that i mean ethics seems but you to seem a, to cover the whole gamut to to somebody who is just breaking in to somebody like me i did my first video in 66 on my father's lap at nbc and i still to this day now that I know about your group, I'm going to join. Yeah, you should because join. join today. It's really I'm going to. But in this business, I find that you, you know, like you said before, it's a lot harder. I get so many people coming. Oh, you do voiceovers? That's easy. You just sit and talk. <laughs> yeah. No, we don't. Sure. People tell me no, I have a great voice. Yes, I'm I'm <laughs> taller on radio. I don't know what. Well, folks, but, you get you, know, you guys have to. I'm sorry. Go we're ahead. paranoid. We're paranoid. Of course. I, I had a producer working with me for three years uh, doing a, a, a campaign. And one day he said, you know, your microphone sounds weird. Oh, God. Oh, God. So I, I started testing it. I went out and bought three more and brought them home and this and that. And I finally went back to my original mic and called him. He said, oh, it was my speakers. Never mind. <laughs> but in the, in the process, I was going out of my mind yeah. because of my ethics. And I want to be, you know. I think it's fantastic what you do. It's just fantastic. The website, world-voices.org. That's yep. where folks should go visit. Yes. Do you spell, it, spell that for me. No, I'm just kidding. W-O-R-L-E. <laughs> and what is it? It's 99 to join? $99 a year. Uh, you know, And when you consider some other professional organizations, we're darn cheap. Uh, yeah. We Can you make payments? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> a payment plan. Payment plan. Right now, here's here's a really important point that people really need to understand. We are a not for profit. Yeah. Where there are so many educational and voiceover entities out there, academies, and some of them are excellent and they have excellent programs. But we're not for profit. We're not here to put money in an individual's pocket. We are here Thank for you. the the collective benefit of the entire voiceover industry. Thank you. Yeah. And that's one of the things about our conferences, because we can do that. 
we can subsidize the cost of a conference to keep it low. And, and, and that's, that's really important. So people can attend something that they might not normally be able to attend because it might be too expensive and they're going to get better benefit out of it because they're not going to be hearing from Hollywood agents that have nothing to do with you. (laughs) We're a different market. Yeah. That's, 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 that is Linda and, and my, me, me and her, uh, that's our belief. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, I want, we have a lot of experience, and we're not going to charge you seven thousand dollars to do a demo. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we're going to be honest with you. If you sound, I, I, can I tell them the quick story? I got a Please. call from my lady. She said, um, I, "I want hello, Mr. Wesson." I said, "Yes." Yeah. She said, "I want to do voiceovers," and I went, "Oh, do you speak natural, uh, you know, neutral Spanish?" She goes, "No, no, I want to do English." And I said, <laughs> "But I can, I can hear a little bit of an accent." And she said, "No, no, no, no. Listen." Welcome to Disney World. And I went, sounds familiar. Oh, really? Did you talk to her too? (laughs) They all contact me. Um, Yes, me too. Yes. That's so funny. Well, a couple, I don't want to have you inundated with, uh, with people, but you have your, your voiceover website, Mm danleonard.com. And you also, because you specialize in helping folks with their home studios, which is fantastic. That's homevoiceoverstudio.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, world-voices.org, which I highly recommend everybody joining. There's so many benefits to it. Right. And as you're growing and learning in this business, you have to, you know, take in everything that you can. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you, if you go over to the website, there's a, you know, in the top menu, it says join today. Click on that. It <laughs> goes over all the qualifications and, and what, what's necessary. Uh, you know, the PayPal link. We have our membership president, uh, vice president, Mike McGonigal does an amazing job with that. It's, it's a great system that we have. Uh, and, uh, you know, he does an investigation. Okay. You know, let's, you know, you have demos, you online, have you Make had sure paid jobs? You, thought you <laughs> yeah. can, you know, so we, we vet these people. You've got to be yes. a vetted professional. Yes. One of the best benefits we have for professional members. And I can't believe I haven't mentioned this yet is voiceover.biz. Mm. Voiceover.biz was our answer to the pay to plays. Uh, you know, there was a problem with one of the pay to plays that, uh, you know, they were taking an awful lot of money. Oh, from- we know. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to mention any names. Uh, our response to that, I mean, we started planning for this and, and really getting it together. But when that particular entity really went off the rails uh, and really started abusing, you know, and start us our you know, their customers, they started treating their customers as co- a commodity to their other customers, which were people going to the site to hire talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, Let's call we, them we choices.clam. We, we won't mention names, but no. Uh, and, and, and I know them very well because yes, they're based in London, Ontario, which is not far from Buffalo. And I would yes. go and have lunch with them. I lived in Cambodia. Hey, that? during this period of time, Dan, this is also when this is also when the uh, the Agents Alliance came together, right? Is what's it called the the, the voice of the uh, the Agents Alliance or whatever it is? Yeah, I don't the... much from them. You know, I know all, people who are all members of it, but I don't really know you if know they... what they're doing or, or how mm, they're okay. cooperating. Knowing that they're competitive agencies, I don't know if they're cooperating or not. Right, uh, and and the agency business, mm. you know, the independent agents and the the big agencies. Their, their models have to change and have been changing. And, uh, yes. uh, you know, but we, you know, we certainly, we supported them and, you know, and they, and they've supported us and, and that's really important, but voiceover.biz is a searchable directory of our professional membership. 
where people can put their profiles, their demos. If someone wants to find a voice actor for something, it's a totally searchable directory. I want somebody, you know, 25 to 35, uh, you know, urban mm-hmm. voice, you know, uh, you know, grandma voice, you know, something like that. And you, if the demos you have are the search terms for these people and randomly the people who qualify for those things come up and, you know, and they can search for as many people as they want. We right. don't act as the middleman. It and is, this is, this is included with the professional membership. It's yes. It is included with the, you know, once you become a professional member, you are, you are, you know, yeah. you're you, not paying an additional fee to, right. right. You get to be on, on this particular site and people are getting hired off of it. So it's yeah. our answer to the pay to place. It scared the crap out of them because they're like, we didn't spend millions of dollars to put this together. Right. And some money in development and, and, you know, some very good, uh, uh, you know, uh, coders. Um, and, you know, we've now have a very robust system that is there. That's not going to cost anybody anything to try and find voice talent, except of course, paying them properly for being professional voice talent. Right. right. Thank you. Thank you so much. So that's a, that's a great benefit for, for, yes. you know, if you can join us yes, as a professional is. member and that's where an enticement to become a professional member really to, to, to achieve your, your financial goals with this. Fantastic. Well, I appreciate you coming and joining us and letting us know because uh, a lot of people do not know about uh, the World Voices Organization. You're Um, doing a lot of good for the industry. Yes. And and I thank you for that. And I appreciate you you having me on so I can tell people about it. Yeah. It's it's just wonderful. (laughs) It's just wonderful. It'll bring class and dignity back to our, you know, what we do for a living. Yes. Our industry. We're trying to maintain it. You know, when we went from going to the studios to coming home and doing all the work ourselves, the pay did not increase. No, it really didn't. And we're doing all the work. So we're doing all the work. Exactly. Yeah, the pandemic right. changed everything. It, yeah. You know, I yes, mean, when, you know, I, we've been telling people for years, you got to have a home studio. And the second the pandemic hit and studios shut down, I was very, very busy in, in 2020 and 2021, uh, you know, helping people set up their home studios. Uh, and now I'm taking I, on this extra thing of being president of this organization, which has a lot of moving parts. Uh, um, so I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting into the, that, and of course, talking to wonderful people like you and, and the podcast and getting the word out is part of thank my, you. my job. So, and, and okay. I was doing car spots that said, please, can we buy your trade? Please. <laughs> we don't have any cars. Well, congratulations, Dan, on your uh, nomination and win of a presidency. Um, for the Very organization. Good. Yeah. And thanks again for joining us. This is great. You know, I'm going to make sure it's I'll put wonderful. all the websites into the, uh, the text documents and everything that's attached to the podcast, but right. it was a pleasure. I think we should record this now and, and actually <laughs> right. put it on the air. Don't you? <laughs> no technical okay. issues this time. Fingers. I shouldn't even have said that at this point. Right. Right. Linda. Linda. <laughs> AJ, it's been a pleasure being with you. And uh, thank you. Likewise, sir. Likewise. To thank you. Getting together with you at one of our conferences. It'll be a long yeah, time. I definitely want to ding in about 10 minutes going, oh, new member. <laughs> well, that does it for another episode of the voiceover gurus podcast. You guys have uh, topics, ideas, questions, just email me info at voiceover.guru. Okay. And, um, uh, this is going to be in December. So happy new year to everyone as well. Oh yes. And, uh, happy holidays and, Happy Groundhog Day if I don't see you. (laughs) Everyone have a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening to the VoiceOver Gurus Podcast. Real talk about the voiceover industry. Learn more about us and get coaching at voiceover.guru.